So at the beginning of my career, I built it primarily through outbound prospecting or outbound lead generation. But like a lot of real estate agents that I talk to and that I coach, I struggled with it. Some days I was great. Some days I wasn't. One week would be I would never miss a day ever. And then I'd go weeks with missing until I changed some different things and I learned how to trick my mind psychologically so that I never missed a day of outbound lead generation. I never missed a day of prospecting. And I actually started to really enjoy it. And so today we're going to talk about nine different things that I have gone through over the past 17 years to not only make cold calling something that I enjoy, that I look forward to, but really how to do any difficult thing in your life. And so today's video, or if you're listening on the podcast, it's going to be a different episode. This is going to be for all the people that enjoy long form content. It's going to be for people that want to go deep with me on different topics because they're committed to an actual transformation. They want to grow and they want to get better. All right. So this is not going to be for the people that want the quick 30 second videos. You got TikTok for that. So let me know. I want your feedback truly on how you think today's episode is this form of content. If you want more or if you don't like this form of content. So All right, let's jump into it. So the first thing we need to look at is current self versus the idea of our future self. So I talk about this quite a bit, and James Clear talks about this at great length in his book, Atomic Habits. And the idea is this, that our present self really values instant gratification. And our future self can only value delayed gratification. And the idea that psychologists are talking a lot about, you're going to start to see a lot more come out about future self. There's a lot of people writing books on this whole concept right now, is that what we're trying to do is in the moment when our current self is saying, I don't, I don't want to prospect today. I don't want to get up. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do any of that stuff because we're looking for that instant gratification. We can then pull from our future, the emotion from our future self and say, okay, well, wait a minute. Let me think about this. If I prospect today and I'm consistent in prospecting, how will that, de- or how will that impact my future self rather? If I do the work every single day today, in 90 days, in six months, in a year from now, if I don't stop prospecting, there is no evidence that I have that it won't pay off. The only way it doesn't pay off is if I continue to be inconsistent with my behaviors, my actions, and my attitudes. So therefore, I'm pulling from future emotions to bring this into my current world to say, well, I've got a choice that I can make right now. I can decide to take, make the decision on instant gratification and 
avoid this action that I don't want to do, which is to make outbound phone calls. Or I can say, okay, if I do this task over a long period of time, my future self will absolutely benefit from that behavior. And now I can weigh out the options to say, okay, what what is more important? Do I want to build this future that I keep telling everybody about? Or is it more important that right now I avoid the pain? So pulling from our future self, waking up in a year from now, are you going to wake up and be proud of what you've done? Or will you wake up in a year from now with regret? And here's the thought on this, and then we'll move to point two. This is what I used to say to myself all the time. When I would be inconsistent, I kept coming back to this thought, and I think it will really hopefully hit you like it hit me. I would always say to myself, dude, when you prospect consistently, you get results. And so could you imagine, this is being inconsistent for months and months and months. Could you imagine if you were consistent this entire time? Could you imagine if you prospected five days a week, you never missed over the past 14 months where you'd be today? Because these incons- these these half built bridges constantly start stop start stop you eventually wake up and say well man if i just stayed on that path and i didn't start all these new things and i just put my head down where would i be now and we pull from that future self to make better decisions today number 2 is the importance of daily tracking on a physical piece of paper So when we look at habit creation and we look at getting that instant gratification that that we want so badly, we can trick our minds into getting that satisfaction, even though maybe the result of outbound prospecting comes later, 90 days later or 100 days later, you can still get the instant gratification right now. How? Well, if you track the daily activities, the outbound calls, the time prospected, the number of outbound dials, the number of conversations, the number of leads generated, the number of appointments set, the number of appointments met, you get the benefit of that behavior on a daily basis. Quite frankly, not you don't even have to wait the entire day. As you're making the outbound phone calls, and you have the piece of paper on your desk, a tracking sheet, and you make a contact, and you check off a contact on the list, that right there is why I keep asking you to track your numbers on a daily basis, is because if you can create a goal goal or a business plan or a prospecting action plan that says, I need 20 conversations a day, and you make the focus on a daily basis about the 20 conversations and you're ticking off the 20 contacts as you do them in real time, the satisfaction that you get emotionally will become, will get to a point where it's more painful not to get those 20 check marks a day than it is to get those check marks every day. Which brings me into point number three, which is after you start tracking your 
daily prospecting efforts every single day on that tracking sheet, you actually get another benefit. At the end of the day, if you transfer what you've done today into a prospecting tracker or a prospecting analyzer where it calculates all of your ratio, this is proof to the mind that we are absolutely making progress towards the goal because that's what the brain needs to justify the behavior or the pain you're going through. And without tracking, the mind has no evidence, concrete proof that we are in fact making progress. And therefore, we fall into this mindset of, oh, I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels. Well, you only feel like you're spinning your wheels because you don't have any evidence to show yourself. And so when you put the daily information from the tracker into the analyzer, into the prospecting analyzer, and it's calculating all of your ratios, you could start to say, wow, look what I've done over the past 94 days. I can actually start to see a pattern. I can start to see that these daily activities that compound on each other day after day after day after day do result in meaningful results, do result in the outcome that I want. After you do that, point number four is to then start marking a physical large calendar that you get from a from a maybe a hardware store or from a pharmacy or from a target or whatever we start we want you to put that on the wall and there's all kinds of science and research to back this up as you hit the contact goal you're tracking it on the piece of paper you're inputting it into some type of tracking software i want you then to Take a huge Sharpie, and I want you to give yourself this huge X on that calendar. I want you to start stacking the Xs day after day after day after day because we're going to gamify the behavior so that it becomes a game of not breaking the chain. Because when you start to stack those massive Xs on the calendar in front of you every single day at your office... Again, we want to create a world, we want, to, we want to stack on this great behavior to make it more painful for you to not give yourself the big X. We want to make it more painful for you not to be able to tick off all of your daily contacts than it is actually doing it. And what ends up happening is, after you do that over some time, You look up because you've been so focused on the actions, not the outcomes, that you start getting the outcomes. But because you're so attached to the outcome, probably right now, like I was, you don't do the behavior because you are still in this mindset of instant gratification. Number five on my list is this idea that motivation comes after we do the hard thing. So here's what this means. Most of us, certainly this is this was me, we look at this process of daily prospecting that we know we should be doing. 
We know we should be making our calls. We know we should be knocking the doors. We know we should be following up with people in our database, yet we don't. And we're making that decision based on emotion when we wake up and you've got a case of the you-know-whats and you're like, I just don't feel like doing it today. Here's the key thing. Here's what we know about human behavior. That motivation comes as a result of doing the thing that you're avoiding doing, but you do it anyways. And so the tactic or the strategy is the power of just one. And here's how here's what that means. So instead of waking up and saying, oh, I just don't feel like prospecting today. I don't feel like making my phone calls today. You do just one. You sit your rear end in the seat. You pull up your leads. You make a phone call. And through that phone call, through that experience, then you decide, okay, how do I feel? Do I want to keep going? Because now you're putting yourself in a position where you're no longer a victim of your emotions. You move past the emotion. You were not, you didn't let the emotions control your behavior. You actually did it anyways. And what most people will find is that through doing the hard thing, that that they prove to themselves, well, well, this is fine. I make my one call. And after I make my one call, uh, I can keep going. After I get to the gym. As long as I get there and I get a rep in, I'm fine. I can keep going. It's just making the first call that's the problem. It's just getting to the gym that is the first problem. So motivation comes after you've proven to yourself that you can win the battle of the bed. It's time to wake up at 5 a.m. And instead of hitting the snooze, you prove to yourself I can move past that pain. Point number six. We need to limit the time that we have to prospect versus having this mindset of, oh my gosh, I got to do 20 conversations and giving yourself all day to try to make those 20 contacts. Here's what we know. When human beings have a limited time to do something versus that time being unlimited, our actions and behavior expand to the time we're given. This is what we see all the time with people that go on vacation. If they go on vacation tomorrow, you watch how much that person can get done today. We want to do the same thing with outbound prospecting in our time blocks. We want to say, it's not that I have all day to hit these 20 conversations. I only am giving myself Two and a half hours, that's all I get is two and a half hours to generate new opportunities for my business. And after those two and a half hours have come and gone, I cannot allow myself to do more prospecting. Now, what happens is this. When you limit the time like that and you, you alter the mindset to say, I only have this much time, you then put yourself in a situation to say no to everything else. Focus on this activity versus the agent or the realtor who has the scarcity mindset who says, well, I've got all day to do this. And so now you're getting distraction after distraction because you're saying, well, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I can do it. I can make up the calls this afternoon. And you 
let's be honest, you never make up the calls in the afternoon, do you? So you stop inviting the distraction. You start saying no to things because it's like, well, I only have two and a half hours to do this. I can do all that stuff for the rest of the day. I can be a realtor for the rest of the day because I only have this much time. Number seven, there's something called the plateau of latent potential. So when we look at the activity of outbound lead generation or any lead generation, whether that be outbound or inbound, we don't know when a conversion will take place. It could be on the very first phone call you make, boom, you get a lead, boom, you set an appointment, or it could come on the hundredth phone call, and we don't know when it's going to happen, and so therefore, the act of consistency has to be the priority. It has to be, I'm going to, because based on averages, I'm going to have 20 new conversations every single day. Sometimes I'll generate a lead on the fourth phone call or the fourth conversation. Sometimes I'll get one on the 18th conversation. Sometimes it might be number 20 before I actually get the opportunity. But the 20, the average of having 20 per day is the thing that generates consistent results. And so we don't ever want to fall into a world where we prospect, generate a lead on the third call, and then we're done for the day. Because over time, that type of behavior is still too focused on the uh, the outcome and not the actions. Number eight on the list is this have to be versus be to have. So This is really simple because number nine is where I'm going to spend even a little bit more time because number nine is the most important one on the list. So have to be versus be to have. So there's, there's the, there's one mindset that we've all grown up with. I have to be this way. I have to look a certain way. I have to go to a certain school. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to in order to be this person, right? So I have to do all these things that I'm not in control of. Well, the opposite mindset of that is who must I become? Who's the type of person that I need to become or who are the type of people that have what it is that I want and that I need to make a decision to become that type of person in order to have what it is that I want. It's the opposite. So if you want to make $500,000 a year, how do those people behave? How do they act? What is their mindset? What is their actions, their behaviors? Well, we need to start to behave like a person who earns $500,000 in income to have an income of $500,000. It doesn't work the other way around. Let's get into number nine, which is the dopamine detox. This is the ultimate psychological hack to make prospecting something that you love, to make prospecting something that you look forward to. So with the dopamine detox, here's what's happening. In this crazy world we're living in right now with social media and 
porn and video games and sugar and carbs and drugs and, and gambling, all of these very, very, very high, these activities that release high, high levels of dopamine at crazy, crazy amounts. It makes the things that are most meaningful seem boring. The outbound lead generation, the prospecting, the putting your head down and doing the work, putting your head down and reading a book, putting your head down and shooting a video, putting your head down and following up with people in your database. Because you, most of us, are so addicted to these activities that give us so much dopamine, when we do things that actually move the needle in our business, we can't do them because they're so boring. So how do we fix that? Well, this is where that dopamine detox comes in. There's something called homeostasis. Really simple. I don't want to get too analytical or too, too science nerd, nerdy out with, or nerd out with you, but homeostasis is very simple. This is what our body goes through to keep us in balance. When you are really, really cold, your body starts to shiver to warm you up. When your body gets too hot, you start to sweat. So that's the body's way of cooling you down to bring you back into balance, to bring you back into homeostasis. So what we have to do is because most of our dopamine tolerances are so high, it's like the person who drinks a lot of alcohol, it takes them 9, 10, 12, 18 beers to get drunk versus the person who has low alcohol tolerance. They only have to have one beer and they can barely walk. Why? Because their tolerance is different. Or is different. So we have to bring ourselves back into homeostasis. We have to lower our dopamine tolerance. And here's how we do that. So because most of us are, are doing these high, high act, these activities that bring high levels of dopamine, we have to start to wean down on those activities. And so my recommendation is this, that at least once a week, maybe this is on a Saturday, maybe this is on a Sunday, we drop the activities that give us the most dopamine. So this is no phone, no TV, no sex, no porn, no high satiate, or I would say high uh, foods with with you know all the sauces all over them, tons of salt and pepper. We've got to take a day or two, but preferably on a weekend. So as you come into the week, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in a second. You take a day off or two of those activities. And we allow our body to get back into homeostasis, that the tolerance of dopamine starts to come down a little bit, that we allow ourselves to be bored. And on those days, we're doing meaningful things that otherwise we would deem boring. Like what? Reading, spending time with our family, spending time outside, walking, cleaning the house, Cleaning your car, cleaning out the garage, cleaning your closet, cleaning your desk where you work. These are all the tasks that we can have during these days of dopamine detox. Now, what's going to happen? After you do this over any length of time and your tolerance for dopamine starts to come back down, 
when you start to do activities like outbound prospecting, you start to get more dopamine from that activity. That activity that once became or that once was deemed extremely boring, hard for you to stick to, you actually start to get a lot of pleasure because your dopamine tolerance has come so low that having conversations with other humans on a daily basis starts to bring more excitement to the brain. The brain starts to release more dopamine. You start to say, wow, I actually enjoy this. I actually look forward to this because it makes me feel productive. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel like I'm making progress on my life and my goals and my family's vision. All these things start to happen when we start to bring down these crazy levels of dopamine and we're not scrolling 24-7. We got our phone on us all the time. We're driving, scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Instagram reels, constantly checking Facebook for likes and hearts and whatever else that you're doing. This is what we have to go through to put ourselves in a position to start making the work that is most meaningful stickier. So those are the nine things. Let me know what your thoughts. Let me know if you liked this type of content. It's what I like to do most. And if you have questions about that or feedback, use the comments in this video. And then I'll plan on seeing you guys in another video like this, I would hope, very soon.